0: Hey everyone, Alex the Lemur here, and uh, I believe a short apology is in order, so sorry for the laptop mic. We have gone an entire month without an upload. We're not dead yet, don't worry, it's just that
1: a bunch of things happened at once, with uh, Aki having recently moved and both Aki and I getting day jobs, and on top of all this, I learned the hard way what happens when I skip taking my Vivans for an extended period of time.
0: Don't worry, we've all talked things out, and we believe we've finally found a way to return to our bi-weekly schedule without eating up tons of time. So all of you, stay tuned and keep being tuned. Toontown Public Works is not for kids, even though Sir Casey and I are childish cartoons.
1: We try our best to keep the show PG-13, but regardless, we do talk about a lot of adult content. Stuff like weird sex
2: things and, um, and butts.
1: We also have a Patreon now, where we post things like bonus episodes and periodic newsletters about things that are interesting us at the moment. So yeah, check that out uh, if you're so inclined. Enjoy the show!
0: The Toontown Historical Society presents Toontown Public Works! program where three highly unqualified doofuses make a mockery of themselves in the name of preserving this great city's forgotten classics. Hello and welcome to Toontown Public Works, where we charge with the ink to find the hidden gems. I'm H.T. the raccoon. I'm Casey the dog. I'm Sir the cat.
2: Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello! Um, very, uh, very, so very game, showy today, Casey. Uh, yeah,
0: we- yeah. I, I don't know. I just went with a completely different reflection. Uh, I don't know. I think of this. I think I just don't want to repeat myself too much. We don't want to sound
1: boring when we start. We want to keep yes, our really listeners so. on their toes.
0: Yes, we've got to make them tap dance around this. Their bus. <laughs> or-
2: Car or whatever or however we're listening to this one of um, these upcoming episodes we will be placing an air horn right at the beginning now <laughs> don't you dare <laughs> alex if you do that you're fired <laughs> i'm saying <laughs> that right now
0: um uh because I, I like no i will not no, subject you
2: to an air horn no fucking <laughs> jump scares in our podcast this is this is I a would safe subs- place for cartoon boys. i
0: would su- I would, I would subset, uh, make you listen to uh, Vuvuzela, though. Alex? Um, so... <laughs> um... Okay. So this has been a bit of a... Cra- it's been a bit of a hectic kind of, uh... Well, it's been a productive week. At least it has been for me. Uh, so... Uh, I spent a lot of my time catching up with things that I was behind on. Uh, And uh, the, uh, uh, like, for one, I got completely caught up on Steven Universe. Finally. I've been saying I should do it for like at least 20 episodes or so now, and I finally did. Um, And uh, I also finally got myself caught up with DuckTales. So that's also great. Uh, Both are fantastic shows. I am utterly obsessed with DuckTales right now utterly obsessed i am looking up fan art on the internet because i want to see these really good boys and good gals like doing fun things it's good i love it it's such a good show i love it i love it i love it um but i'm not going to talk about either one of those today uh just because uh otherwise i would have like a bajillion things to talk about because i like watched like oh 50 some episodes between the two of them <laughs> uh so uh yeah i'm not i'm not gonna talk about either one of those shows uh maybe you uh, should record a bonus episode about ducks i mean i would i would totally be down for like doing just a duck talk with me and kc for a bit <laughs> like that would be a really good time um we could call it uh, pack. <laughs> i think that's taken i think that's taken
1: um no. Fi-
2: finally but- disney comes to kill us <laughs> finally
1: i mean there was there was the uh disney, disney disney would if if we if we stole the name quack pack from disney they would thank us to be honest
0: <laughs> well i mean there, there was uh- the, the comic-con thing for ducktales where they actually showed us like a lineup of like the characters and like it is a quack pack like they literally put the logo for quack Pack in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they and they dressed and they dressed the characters up and the outfits they wore in Crackpack and quack pack, Crack Pack, lord. Yep.
2: Uh <laughs> crack Pack is the saddest DuckTales like twist.
1: Yeah, and they and uh and at the Comic Con thing, they also showed the poster for season three, and basically DuckTales is now just like the Disney Saturday afternoon. Cinematic universe. Cinematic. <laughs> you know what? That
0: is a good thing. That is a yeah, really I, good thing. With these yeah, writers, with, these, like with this universe, it's a good thing.
1: I really, I really, uh, I, I can't, I can't possibly be bothered by, uh, by this type of fan service because I'm that type of fan. You know fan. what they need.
0: <laughs> you, you know, you, you know what they need to do for season four fucking bonkers. <laughs> bonkers
1: yeah i, if I don't had, know how if they work. had just like one if they had like one bonkers episode that would like be nice <laughs> I, like i
0: like i would say oh bring fall uh, f- uh like fall away rabbit again but like he it, like literally the, the thing about adding bonkers to uh, Ducktales, this universe is that it's already a cartoony universe that's really weird and mystical and stuff like that. But these are just straight up cartoon characters <laughs> that, like, these are like it's. It was literally supposed to be the Roger Rabbit uh, TV show, yep, yep. um, before it. Yeah, before it, like, uh, before like uh, they had to retool it around due to some rights issues, I believe. Dude, uh, Spielberg but, and
2: Eisner having a having a hissy fit each other.
0: Yeah. Um. So like. I don't know. Maybe they just fall into a chaos dimension and there they are or
2: something. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Do you like agents um, of shield? It's a portal to a fear dimension.
3: (laughs)
0: Oh, Oh my God. Uh, We are now comparing DuckTales to agents of shield. We are nerds. Um, I haven't seen agents uh, of shield. Do it. Me neither. Well, I've seen half of the first episode. (laughs) Um, Uh, Anyways. Uh, before What's we keep the news, I do. Uh, before I go on to the thing I want to talk about, because uh, it's not news related, I want Cirque to talk about news stuff. So go ahead, talk news stuff.
2: Okay, so I got some news that crosses over into theme park news. It is we are mostly going on a bit of rumors at this point, but also where I'm getting it from also has been like. 100% true on a bunch of shit in the past. And also this is sort of a thing that everyone in the community that is agreeing on, j- yeah, basically based on like
1: Cirque knows stuff. a clairvoyant man behind the Seven Eleven, and he goes there to to get all of his theme park and cartoon news.
0: Little did you know that Cirque is that one Imagineer who has that giant freaking earring that's like got his keys on it and stuff. The, the the weird
1: yeah oh man I forgot about that dude I love that dude
0: I'm just that, yeah that man's it's, it's hard not to talk about that <laughs>
2: <laughs> so back on Thursday of last week Universal announced that they are going to be adding a third theme park to uh their Orlando complex called Universal's Epic Universe trash name that's okay Epic what's Bacon important. Universe. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's
0: it's all based off the epic movie, the famous Wayne's Brother uh, parody movie from the two (laughs)
2: thousands. Don't don't bring those up. Uh. (laughs) But anyways, so right now it's looking like they got like a a hub area and then four themed lands. And from what people are saying, one of those themed land is going to be based around How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. Well, That's okay.
1: kind of
0: fun.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, that's I can good. seeing seeing uh. as seeing as uh, universal is known for sort of doing you know like those those rides where you go in a theater and some chairs that move around or whatever. Like that that seems like a good fit for a how to train your dragon ride.
0: No, no. Well, no, I like it's no no no, it will be like a land, like an actual like theme land like Avatar Land or Star Wars
1: yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. But I, I, I would assume there's a ride in there,
0: right? <laughs> like at least. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be a movie theater. It won't be like you walking through like the the fields of Burke, and then there's like a movie theater just sort of there with like moving chairs in it. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're going for.
1: I mean, <laughs> right? But like that, they'll like I think they'll have like a like a Shrek 3D type ride, you know, or like a, they already have that. They already have that. It's they have like they the, have the, the, that the with How to Train thing. Your Dragon. No,
0: not with they're yeah. with Kung Fu Panda, but like, well, I mean, it's part of the DreamWorks theater. They're gonna like shift it out with different DreamWorks movies as they become more relevant or whatever as time comes on. But like, no, this is like, I, I don't think they're gonna have a movie theater where the chairs are shaking around at the epic part when it's a literally a themed area. Based on it. it's probably gonna be a ride where you like ride a dragon or something like that, not like a fucking movie theater
2: yeah to uh to expand on that the concept art does have a big ass uh coaster in it in that area so
1: like, i'm not describing yeah. a literal movie theater i'm describing the type of ride right i get you
2: i get you no yeah, okay. no i understand
1: okay. i i would i would probably compare it
0: more to the Hagrid ride that just opened up probably Ooh. like the uh, harry
1: potter one yeah like that's that's exactly yeah. the type of thing i'm talking about yeah okay. yeah yeah that's that's yeah. that's what i'm that's probably mostly gonna
0: be um but uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I I I I will say this: I am more interested in visiting the world of How to Train Your Dragon than the world of Avatar. I will say that. <laughs> like I will like here, okay. Here's the thing. Um, <laughs> um, I uh, I was at work and uh, just actually I believe it was a couple of days ago uh and my coworkers were talking about like uh they like one of the co-workers first learned about galaxy's edge uh and they were like freaking out about it and stuff like that and then uh, my like uh then like one of my managers came up and like uh brought up the avatar land and showed them screenshots of the avatar land and they were just going whoa oh my god i can't believe it oh my god and it's like how does anyone have a reaction to that to the avatar series in 2019 Like seriously,
1: I had no idea there was anyone who was excited about it. (laughs) I know. I was under under the impression nobody was interested in Avatar Land or Avatar as a franchise anymore. I'm kind of disappointed, actually. (laughs) I, I mean,
0: apparently the park is pretty, like, the actual, like, land is pretty popular. And it does apparently have some really good rides into it. Like, it's, like, really good theming. Like, it's, here's the thing. Um... They I, like they probably like it. In the, they probably like it in the same way that they like the movie, in that it's very pretty, very that's true. Got some really good designs in it, uh, and it's shallow as a fucking rock.
2: <laughs> I, so. I will I will say two things: that flight passage ride that they have there whips ass, and I love it. And also, yeah. as sort of an illustration, the land is set 400 years after the movie, so all the characters are dead. So that's basically. That's basically what they're going for.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. That explains why they have a tourism board now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, that that sounds cool. Uh, I I want to know more about the epic place, but I like obviously they have, don't have any information yet, so I'll just have to wait and see. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh. Yeah, I th- sir. Uh, or did Kissy? Did you want to go next, or do you?
1: Uh, sure. The only on? thing. The only thing I had is kind of bummer news. Uh, the the voice actor Russie Taylor uh, died on uh, on July twenty sixth, uh, and uh, people will probably most likely remember her as being uh, the voice of uh, of Minnie Mouse uh, from nineteen eighty six on. Uh, the voice of Martin Prince from The Simpsons starting in 1990 and uh, the voice of Huey, Dewey and Louie throughout the 90s up to uh, actually the last thing, uh, the last thing I heard her voice in personally was uh, was uh, my favorite episode of DuckTales 2017 where she voiced young emo Donald Duck. Uh, yes, that is the best
3: <laughs>
0: I, I- do not explain more about what the f- you're talking about because that journey is one of the best journeys in the entire series. It's,
1: it's my um, it's my favorite episode and it and uh, and Russie Taylor I think in in large part is uh, uh, is to thank for that. Um, she was oh, for uh, sure. she was uh, 75 years old uh, mm. and she will be missed for sure
0: Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a shame we like it's it's she's one of those voice actors that i i'm really ashamed to admit that i really didn't know the name until after she kind of passed but i knew her voice literally everywhere Mm -hmm. uh like all throughout my childhood like literally she's been my childhood in so many different ways uh Uh, whether, whether it's my young, young age where I was like really into like the original Disney's like old, like the, the Disney stuff that was on the Disney channel during like the nineties and stuff, uh, or to like, you know, when I became a bit older and started getting really into the Simpsons, you know, like, uh, she's done a lot of interesting stuff. She's been in, uh, let's see, like just kind of briefly glancing at her IMDB. She's done stuff like, uh, uh. She's done stuff with uh, Star vs. the Forces of Evil. She's done stuff with uh, OKKO. She's done things with all sorts of stuff, honestly. Like, um, uh, she did stuff for Babe. Uh, She did... uh, God, like... Like, she's been in a billion different things. Mostly Disney stuff, but yes. Uh,
1: And... She is it's credited in Fantasia 2000 as Daisy Duck with the note "Scream Only."
0: <laughs> I, mean, I, I want I, okay. I before I die, I want that credit on my IMDb. Scream Only. You know, that's that's all. Like, well, no, no. I want to be Daisy Duck. Scream Only. That's yeah. like the only like the, the only credit I want on my IMDb. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Um,
0: so
2: HG, you are now working at Disney, and you've won some uh, some guest contest to uh, voice a character in a movie. Any character, go ahead and pick Daisy Duck. Scream only. Let's go.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how it would go. Um, she was in the Critic. Uh, she was in uh Co. A lot of my she really? stuff that I re- yeah. Uh, wow. She played uh, Otama. What's her, what, what's her name? Yeah, Otama you know uh so yeah it's a it's a she she was a absolute treasure and absolute like work and i am sad to see her here go but she had a fantastic career so she did there's that
2: very prolific and i think i think to me the one, one of the things that you have to be proud of as like a person in the voice acting industry is that you define a character that you are prolific like like well not, not just like but, like, that you end up in buying the spirit of a character in your voice, really. So, like, like Mark Hamill with them. Batman. Yeah, Mark, Mark Hamill as Joker, or, uh, you Wait, know... Wait, did I just say Mark Hamill as Batman? That's Kevin Connery. Yes, sorry. Apologies. You, yeah, you...
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, like, uh, yeah, and then, like, uh, good examples also are, like, uh, Tom Kenny with SpongeBob. Uh, there'd be... Uh, I'm trying to think of like other like really, no notable characters that just like they just fall
2: into their roles. Uh, I, I I guess what I'm trying to say is that her voice was May Mouse for me. There was no other May Mouse voice other than hers, and that was yes. that's something special.
0: Uh, yeah she she was uh absolutely like all over and all over my life. Like without even knowing it, and that's kind of incredible. Uh, that's so. Yeah, she will be missed for sure. Um, I do you have feel,
2: happier news, Cirque? Uh, well, before we go on, I do feel like we should mention that there was one other thing that happened last month that we should probably like briefly touch on the uh, Kyoto animation fire.
0: Right. Right. Um, truthfully, I don't know too much about this subject. I don't watch a lot of anime, uh, but for when I heard, it's a really tragic thing. Um, we're, can you, we're not going more?
2: to we're not going to linger too much on it, yeah, because I think I might be the only one that sort of, like, followed on this, but essentially someone went into the building angry about the fact that they, that in his mind they stole, like, a novel idea from him and set fire to the building and a Bunch of uh, animators on the workforce were not able to get out of the building in time. One of the uh, deadliest uh, kind of these events in Japanese history.
0: Ugh. It's a shame. It's an absolute it shame. Ugh. I don't know. I, I don't really have much more I can add other than, you know, this is an absolute tragedy and this shouldn't happen anywhere. No matter what. Yes. Um. <sighs> okay, uh do you have anything else?
2: I do actually I have breaking news I have breaking cat oh. news
0: ooh breaking
2: news okay
0: is it the is it cats is it the Mike Myers spiritual successor cats
2: nah, get that out of here. We ain't talking about <laughs> that it's i mean technically it's animated in the same sense that like uh new Lion King's anime, but we're not dealing with that. get it out. <laughs> Okay. We're going to talk fine. about the fact instead that uh, Netflix Japan just tweeted out that Agresco Season 3 is confirmed.
0: Oh, good. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, it'd be weird because that that show was super popular, but then then again, <laughs> I thought Tuca and Birdie was pretty popular, so Well, oh.
2: there's there's theories about what happened on Tuca and Birdie.
0: I don't really want to know too much. All That's I know is fair. that uh, you know, I'm not I'm not, I didn't want to talk about the Tuca cancellation, uh, too much. Uh, I just wanted to say that it is still my favorite show that premiered this year. Uh, I've seen petitions to bring it back that have already gotten like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of signatures, which is great. Um, I don't know if it will get back though. Uh, and I will say this. Uh, so in past episodes, I talked about the show Big Mouth, uh, uh, I mentioned that I did enjoy watching it uh, at the time. And I, I still think that it's a pretty okay show. And I think it's a lot better than people give it credit for. But I also think it's just okay now. And then, like, it, it, the thing that kind of, like, really ripped me asunder was, like, a couple days after they announced that they were not going to renew Tuca and Birdie, uh, they announced that they're going to, they, they did uh, not only just renewed, uh, Big mouth, but gave it three more seasons. They're giving it three more seasons. How more can you talk about like teenagers going through shitty puberty problems? <laughs> like, ugh. okay, I'm not, I'm
2: not, I'm not. Maybe they're give short it. seasons.
0: No, no, they're, they're they're like twelve episodes long. They are. Ah. Yeah, like these these are this is. Ugh. I don't know. People always, like, whenever I hear, like, oh, this show is gonna be renewed for, like, three more seasons, or this movie series is gonna have, like, four more sequels after this one, or whatever, like, immediately after some successful thing, or whatever, I take that all with a grain of salt, because, like, I remember when How to Train Your Dragon 2 came out, uh, DreamWorks talked about how they had seven movies planned, <laughs> uh, and then, like, they only end up doing the one more, and, like, a couple
2: TV shows, so, I don't know, um, <sighs> no, you misread them. They met in TV movies.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Clearly.
2: Um. Well.
1: Speaking so, of Netflix. Yeah. Oh God, oh God, Casey. I think we were probably going to mention the same thing.
0: Oh. Okay. Yes. Uh. So as of this time of recording, it is uh, uh like a few days away from the premiere of the long-awaited and much long-awaited. Like, if you've actually listened to this podcast. Because uh, I know we've talked about this before, uh, Rocco's Modern Life movie, uh, Static Cling, yeah, uh, that is that is dropping uh, very soon uh, this week, uh, and in preparation for that, I actually watched the entire series of Rocco's Modern Life because <laughs> I had not seen it in like a decade, maybe two. No, it wasn't. No, no, it was like a decade and a half, maybe, um, and. Uh, it was one of those cases where like I had a lot of nostalgia for the show but it was so long since I last seen it I have no idea if I was actually good or not because it was at during an age where I kind of would watch anything <laughs> um,
1: i I feel I feel like Rocco's modern life is better to me now than it was when I was a kid
0: oh well that's what I'm getting to like because uh, yeah. I, I I rewatched all of uh Rocco's modern life and my reaction is wow this show's actually really really good like i like it like it's um i kind of just wanted to go quick overview of the series kind of uh, i didn't want to like go beat for beat or like every episode review every one of them or anything like that because then i'd be here for a very long time mm-hmm. um but uh there's a lot of really good uh episodes in there uh but i also did kind of want to give some of my observations uh one uh especially with earlier episodes but just in general uh the show is intensely relatable (laughs) to some like the only thing that has been dated significantly by the show is the fact that Rocco could rent a house by himself yeah (laughs) like that's the only (laughs) thing that's like like changed really (laughs) which is kind of pathetic Considering how like dystopian his world really is, mm-hmm. um, um, but like, uh, it's it's a there's like really good points about like it
3: like
0: uh, I, I I mentioned something when I was watching it uh, to someone I can't remember the exact quote but it was like, um, Rockwell's modern life reminds me of my actual life because, uh, uh, like. Like it's, it's actually a perfect representation of like how it feels to live in the world like as an adult when you're basically have anxiety. In yeah, a way. That's, that's what that's what I was
1: about to mention is that like I feel like more than most actual quote unquote adult cartoons. I feel like Rocco's modern life is about adulthood. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is interesting uh, because it, that it was not marketed to adults particularly.
0: Well, I mean. I mean the original uh pilot was premiered on uh on MTV. Oh. Uh I Triangle didn't know Madness. that. Uh, like the original original pilot like it, they've remade it for uh uh when they brought it to Net uh, to, uh the uh,
1: Nickelodeon. When
0: they brought it to Nickelodeon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like the, the original original pilot that was half hand drawn by uh Joe Murray himself. Uh uh yeah, that that was first on MTV. Um, uh, I will say also that, uh, there are things that I have no idea how they got away with it on children's television, (laughs) for sure. Uh, stuff like how one of the frogs in one of the early episodes, which is about Beth Bighead wanting to commit infidelity against his husband, her husband. Uh, there's a documentary on TV with like two frogs in it. And the, one of the frogs just literally has boobs. Like, and not just, not just boobs. I mean, like topless topless boobs they are there on the screen they're on the dvd you could see that and
1: there's um, there's the choky chicken yes there's, there's spank, there's spank the monkey
2: yeah there's uh, uh oh god the what phone else sex there? episode there's oh yeah the phone sex episode or, and i think oh, you, you baby, mentioned oh, you, baby
1: oh baby yeah you mentioned you wanted to talk about the clown episode
0: <laughs> oh yes uh, well that that's when i'm getting into older episodes yeah. uh so well, let me get to my next point, which is sure. that uh, Rocco is actually a very good character, and I see him as a positive role model, even if he is not uh, always the luckiest one uh, in the group. Like he is, he is a he is a man of morals and integrity, and honestly, like you you know st- you think that he like in a stereotypical way, like oh he's just a quiet dude He gets beat up all the time, he's just too wimpy and stuff like that. No, Rocco can stand up for himself. He just doesn't like, go straight to the very aggressive option. He wants to be peaceful with things. Uh, but, like, it's... I don't know. I, 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 like, I like Rocco as a character. He is actually pretty interesting. Um, more interesting than a lot of protagonists from, like, Disney... Uh, from, like, the 90s era of, like, television shows um, like that. Um, uh, but another thing I want to mention is that uh, while I did love watching the show again, I will also say that there is a Definitely a dip in quality as you go further uh, in the show. Um, Like, I feel like it goes, like, it starts at, like, an 8, then becomes, like, a 10. And then it kind of lowers to, like, an 8.5. Maybe, like, a... Maybe even a 7 at some times. Like, there are episodes of the last season that I actually genuinely do not like. (laughs) Because um, I feel like it kind of portrayed what the show was about because the show is about someone living and dealing with adult human problems, Uh, like stuff like, uh, you know, having credit card issues or uh, having to, uh, you know, like stuff like, uh, I'm trying to think of some other examples of it, like uh, Rocco flying uh, or uh, having to go to an ex get some exercise more or, Uh, you know just going to the beach going to the store like very banal kind of premises you know now that doesn't mean the show is banal because it goes ramps up and that's where the brilliance of the show is that it's a very mundane premise that becomes absolutely completely over the top ridiculous exaggeration like what your mind would think what the worst case scenario would be for a situation uh, as you get like when you have an anxiety that's why I mentioned the anxiety disorder part of it all um uh however uh the further you get along the show just gets really weird um like uh there's the episode where like okay there are two episodes almost in a row like there's only one episode separating two of them where Rocco meets up with a like Rocco has like a personal problem and he ends up meeting up with a mystical being that represents like a concept to try to, like, take him in, like, that basically beats him up for, like, the entire episode. Like, uh, there's the, uh, 12-step episode where he's, like, a nail-biter. And then, uh, there's the episode about hygiene where he has, like, some, like, spinach stuck in his teeth and then he gets visited by, like, a genie of hygiene or something like that. Uh, like, it's it's weird. Like, it, it just, it kind of goes from, like, the, not to say that, uh... Not to say that uh, the show is in any way, like... Like, there aren't good episodes after that. There, there are definitely really good ones, uh, which... Uh, like, I really like the the marriage episodes. I like the, uh... uh there's a th- I like the one where, like, Rocko's Bully comes over, back over to here. Uh, back over. Uh, there's a good one about the mail service that I really liked. There's the Magic Meatball episode. Um, but the episode that... Uh, I actually uh, loved the most out of, like, the later seasons was Closet Clown. Um, Because it's literally just about being in the closet. (laughs) Like, literally just that. Like, it is not even trying not to be, like, about being gay. Like, secretly gay, you know? Uh,
1: Like, it's... He, come, he comes. It out of a, off, he comes out of a literal closet, if I remember correctly, right? Like,
0: well, well, the title card is him standing in a closet with a clown nose, <laughs> and yeah. it, and again, the episode's called a closet clown.
2: Um, I have a question: Is this the one where he says that he likes rainbows?
1: Yeah, that's the very uh, the very end. Is Rocco saying he likes that, rainbows?
0: That's that's the one thing that I feel like. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's the one thing that I don't like about this episode, and I kind of like diminishes it a little bit and it's not my favorite episode of all time because of it um that's fair because uh it does kind of end with everyone chasing Rocco down the street with rakes because he likes rainbows which is not exactly a great thing
1: honestly um what it is is what uh, what what that represents is all of the is all of the transphobic cis gays oh yeah okay there we go (laughs) that makes sense
0: again there you go yeah (laughs) Yeah, I mean I, I I don't know. I like it's a I'm really excited for the movie. Now that I've like completely rewatched it, because I've remembered how much I really enjoyed the series and how much it actually really works still. Um I I don't I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared just because uh, I mean from what I understand about the situation, what happened is that Nickelodeon was going to air it on their own show, but then they on own network. Then they kind of put it in a closet for a bit and then sold the rights to Netflix. So yeah, and, and they, be... they did that
1: they did that after a change of ownership. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. So it was it was oh, like okay. a, they were they were planning to air it and then there was a change of ownership and suddenly it kinda got stuck in post development hell. Uh Okay. So I think I'm off. So that okay personally. that explains it. Yeah. Okay. So okay.
2: So you're saying it's not gonna be like the Ren Stempy that showed up on Spike TV.
1: God no. Hopefully
0: not that. No, no. I will revolt if it's anything like that. I will revolt. <laughs> like you, you will. I will like break my Rocco's Modern Life DVDs on film, post it on our Twitter if that ends up being the case. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not even kidding with you there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but i yeah. i think i think it's safe to say that uh oh shit what was the name of the guy who made Rocco again
0: yeah Rocco is a series that no, uh, who was is... the guy who's the
1: guy though who's the who's the oh
0: show-runner? uh oh uh what's his name uh oh my god i had his
1: name right in front of me uh, he uh, also did camp laszlo joe murray joe Joe murray Murray. yeah from all that i can tell at least he's he's a lot better than john Kay.
0: (laughs) oh yeah Uh, no 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 uh joe murray is i mean he's a better human being than john Kay is uh but uh anyways let's this is not the podcast (laughs) um so uh i will say that uh, one other thing i want to mention just as like a little bit of trivia that i found out very recently uh did you know that uh, camp Lazlo's final episode ended with uh, the camp counselor character uh, uh, the like the moose dude uh, being dragged away in a straitjacket because he beat up uh, and replaced himself with the, from the actual camp master who was actually just heifer <laughs> like yeah I like did, literally I it's like, like,
2: like <laughs> I did not know that.
0: Yeah, it's, like, like they, the design is a little different, but, I mean, it's Tom Kenny doing the same voice. Uh, and also, they have the joke about how, uh, like, where, like, the camp counselor says, I'll get you for this cow. And he says, I'm a steer. Like, that, that joke, which is, like, a reoccurring thing within Rock Wine. So it's, like, 100% that. <laughs> it's great. It's actually a really good little... Uh, I don't like Camp Rano so much because I feel like it's a bit too, like, I don't know.
1: It's less uh, mature, but I, s- I, I liked episodes. It's,
0: it's it's funny at times, but it's also like not the same kind of thing. Like it's not what I want yeah. from Joe Murray. I want, I want something a little more biting from him. Yeah. Honestly, well, what I what
1: I want uh, it, is it, Rocco's be, Modern Life. So yeah. yeah, yeah, basically.
0: Um. Anyways, yes. So that was uh, the two news, I believe. Unless you all have anything else you want to add.
1: I'm good. No, I'm good.
0: Okay. Uh, so with that, let's move on to what the podcast is actually about. Uh, Talk about
2: our Patreon! Don't oh, forget that!
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do that first. Uh, uh, so, yes, our Patreon. Uh, there is, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash ttpw, there you'll find a mystical land where you'll find bonus content for this show. Uh, And the admission to pass through the gates is just some of your human currency. Um, uh, well, okay. Um, the fact that no one's laughing at this means that, uh, this isn't funny. So let's move on. Uh, (laughs) the, (laughs) um, the, uh, the patron is actually, uh, the way that we help pay our editors. Uh, well, it's the only way we pay our editors, uh, uh, at this time, because, uh, they are the ones who do like the majority of the hard work. We like basically work them to death, unfortunately, because <laughs> of all the stuff we do. Uh, we need to stop swearing as much, so they don't have to worry about having to like do that. Because that's like apparently it was actually a big issue last episode.
2: <laughs> I swear um, less this one. I swear less. Yeah. yeah. I'm making a concerted effort. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and uh, you're asking why can't you just be uncensored? Um, so, uh Because it's funnier this way, legitimately No, no, it actually is legitimately funnier this way <laughs> Um, but, uh Yes, uh And, uh, if you subscribe to our Patreon Uh, you can get Two bonus podcasts One is called Toontown Chronicle Which is a newsletter type of thing Where we talk about, uh, non-cartoon Or at least Stuff that not, we wouldn't talk about this on this podcast Normally uh, Like, just things we're really into uh, and then we also have Toontown Nights, where we watch a bad cartoon movie, or at least the uh, one that's not probably going to be very good, uh, and or like based upon like a cartoon property-ish thing. Um, and then we have to say nice things about it. We've had to do that for Alpha and Omega, and uh, with Cat in a Hat, with the Mike Myers Cat in a Hat, uh, we had to do it with. Oh my god! I cannot wait for the new one to get to come up on the Patreon. Uh, the one for uh, the movie that we watched last time because th- that movie was out of out of this world. It is bizarre. I I, I could not I could not believe this movie actually existed. <laughs> Pretty fucking bonkers.
1: Were we all there for that one? Me and you were HT sir. You were there, right? Yes, I uh, was. Yeah, I think the whole I, mean, I think the uh, whole crew was was on board for that one. Uh, yeah. What That's another thing.
0: Like uh, with the, with Toontown Chron- uh, with Toontown Nights uh, and Toontown Chronicles, you'll hear from our
2: editors, Alex and Aki who will may, actually be on the podcast. May I give a uh, May I give a small glimpse into what we watch? Just a very tiny glimpse.
0: Okay, fine. Don't don't say the name of the movie. I'm but... not going to. I'm
2: am ju- just going to say it's 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 always the mark of quality. It's always a good so- a good sign when you introduce your main antagonist uh, in the third act of the movie. That's, that's oh, yeah. really good.
0: <laughs> no, the antagonist is society, man. <laughs> oh,
3: anyways,
0: uh, uh, yes. <laughs> that movie is weird. Uh, and uh, you, but please, uh, yeah, just if you want to listen to it, just go ahead. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, that is at patreon.com slash we have to break tears, and if you can't donate, that's totally fine. We don't want you to go outside your own means. Um, but, you know, definitely let people know. Uh, especially if they listen. So,
2: yeah. We, have, um, we appreciate the steps that you take to support us no matter what you do. Thank you so much!
1: Thank yes, you. Very awesome. And thank okay. you Both of you for doing all the heavy lifting for the Patreon segment where I said nothing and just sat back and let you guys work. (laughs) Oh,
0: oh, you mean like how the most of the podcast works? (laughs) No, that's
2: not true. (laughs) How dare! How dare! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: But yes. So. This podcast, what this podcast actually is, is a, uh, uh it is a, sh- where we watch cartoons that have fallen to the public domain or are otherwise easily accessible. Um, and, uh, the way we do it is through a cartoon collection that we have, uh, it was a DVD collection we got that was Giant 600 Cartoons, uh, collection from, uh, Mill Creek Studios. Uh, and, uh, we We're working on ways to, like, incorporate other places where we can watch cartoons that easily, you know? Um, But yes, let us go uh, to the place where we can select our next thing we watch. Come on, load, load. Thank you,
2: thank you. That's the list, ladies and gentlemen. If you get a list of your own, you can... Do this at your own house, but you don't, you don't. So we're the cartoon boys for you now. We're, we're your cartoon boys now, Nancy. If you,
0: if you want to do this if you want to do the list at home yourself, what you need to do is you, you make, get this list uh, off the internet. Uh, you then put in a doc file, put it in your Dropbox, and then always be at the exact opposite end of your Dropbox when you're recording the podcast. so you have to actually navigate through your entire Dropbox to finally get to the list again. So there's a secret right there. Uh, I don't know why anyone would ever
1: play the Toontown Public Works home game edition, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want you want you want to know something uh, true facts? I don't know if this will get in the podcast or not, uh, Uh. but I I kind of did a little bit of an ego trip and I decided to look up uh, Toontown Public Works on TV tropes. Uh, Unfortunately, we do not have a page But on a list for podcasts We do show up on the list for Podcasts about western cartoons Um we just don't have a page On the site yet so I don't know Which
2: one of us is a cloud cuckoo lander Which one of us is I don't know enough tropes to make more jokes about this
1: I'm the Uh, (laughs) flanderized. I don't know Let's keep going
0: (laughs) Yes Uh, so let's let's Get on to The list (sighs) Alex, drumroll. We're we're off to a great start. We're off to a great start. Great start. Great start. Tell me more. We're going to watch an episode of Wacky and Packy in the episode. (laughs) You know,
2: I was thinking in my mind, I was thinking, wow, I wonder what happens if we get another Wacky and Packy. I wonder what happens.
0: I get mad. That's what happens.
1: Okay. Wappy and Pappy.
0: Please know Wappy and Pappy.
1: <laughs> uh, Mr. Obama? Are we going <laughs> to watch Wappy and Pappy? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Our story begins back in dinosaur days when an earthquake turns rivers to foam.
1: And a caveman named Wacky and his woolly mammoth Packy end up two million years from home. Um. So.
2: I do agree. Wacky and Packy should be in jail.
1: Wacky and Packy episode. Okay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So. um, Okay. Uh, So um
2: okay. <laughs> okay hey she okay. you're supposed to swear less.
0: i know i know i'm sorry i'm just ugh, i don't know what to say
2: <laughs> i can i can rest through this i can rest through this uh,
0: okay okay um all right um um all right all right so the plot is that wacky and packy are hungry which i think Okay, I think nearly every single episode of Wacky and Packy starts with them being hungry.
1: <laughs> here's here's I think that's... big mood.
2: Here's the problem. Here's the here's the problem. They are trying to do a thing where it's sort of a satire. Oh, this is this is the modern man. He has to do he has to take care of his needs in a modern world that he doesn't understand. Except they're they're cavemen that are stupid, so they have no real connection to the modern world outside of. Very basic needs such as I'm hungry. That's the problem.
0: Yeah. Mm. Uh I mean it starts with like a joke about Wacky and Packy, like like Packy landing on top of Wacky and like crushing him after like in his sleep or whatever. Um and then then like they do their catch races, which are like the the domestic abuse one and then what did I do? What did I do? The um, reference. Yeah, basically. Uh, And then they smell food. They smell some, like, some. Well, they smell some food. And then they go. And then, like, the the thing they go, oh, let's walk over towards there. Like, I smell some, like, delicious steaks over there. uh, Some delicious meat over there, or something like that. And then they, like, walk off screen. And then they show the zoo. And I was like, oh, are they going to eat, like, the animals at the zoo? Is that what they're (laughs) going with here? (laughs) Like, is that what they're doing
2: they
1: smelled they the animals know. at the zoo and they were like <laughs> "Like literally that's what i thought it
2: was delicious. going on <laughs> that's what was going on wacky's uh, bloodless, unlash, unlocked unleash. i mean he's a caveman and he sees a wild animal i mean he's
0: probably gonna hunt it and kill it like that's caveman you know i think i, I think i just I said unlash. <laughs> yeah I, my mouth is bad too don't worry um so <sighs> okay but it's it's just the stakes, it's the stakes that they are feeding to the lions and the bears and all that stuff. Uh, there's the one joke that I actually kind of liked <laughs> in this episode, because um, uh, so there are two birds on a branch. Uh, the birds, I think they were supposed to be vultures. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're probably vultures. They're probably vultures. Uh, and uh, one says like, oh. Ugh, ugh. And then the other one's like, yeah, it is rather, it is rather, uh, like, we are pretty tired of this eating the same thing over and over again. Isn't that right, Bruno? Or whatever the name of the polar bear was. The, the polar bear just sort of growls. <laughs> and then uh, the other bird says to the first, uh, the first bird says to the second bird, uh, don't you know that bears can't talk?
1: <laughs> that is pretty funny, actually.
0: That's, that's the only joke that actually kind of landed <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, like they sneak into the exhibit and they start eating food. Uh, the mammoth
2: is eating meat, apparently. Uh, wacky is, is wacky is malnourishing his uh, friend.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
2: they they, then, they aren't long for this world. They're they're on eighth of their nine lives, and they have to be. Wait, no,
0: no, that's that's a different cartoon. We are. Don't you dare invoke that cartoon. Okay, and it's going to show up <laughs> because he talked about it. We have been so lucky to not have to watch that cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> the one we shall not name. Um but um okay. Uh What was the line about like the zookeeper that the vultures tell the guys after they said that they were going to leave?
2: Uh It was like watch out for clunker the zoo god or something?
0: Yeah, this, it was like clunker the zoo god it's the it's the it's the zookeeper basically i i like that term the zoo god that is what i'm gonna call zookeepers for the rest of my life
2: i i almost <laughs> i almost kind of think that that was a bad line read or just terrible IO, and they're supposed to say zoo guard but that's funnier so let's just stick with that no no i'm i want zoo god i want yeah. zoo god to be the thing <laughs> yeah. uh i refuse
0: any other interpretation of that scene uh uh, even if the creators themselves came out of the woodworks and commented on, like, on our Twitter and replied to us and said, "No," he said, "Zoo guard." I would say,
1: "No, you're wrong." And then, that is how Adam and, and I then am. block them for creating Wacky and Packy.
2: <laughs> let, let me let yes, me just let true. me just say one thing: if definitely author can't apply to anything, I can't apply to Wacky and Packy. Mm.
0: But, okay, like, so, shenanigans shit happens, like, I don't, I actually missed how they made the guard angry the first time, or whatever. Uh, did they just, like, leave, and then he captured them or something, and then put him in a cage? Is that all Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, I think, uh, Wacky used Packy to rocket jump out of the enclosure, and then fell onto a, uh... Like a little wagon that turned into a cage that he pulled them away on.
0: Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, and then okay, I don't know if any of you else caught this, but okay, so they're in the they're in the zoo, and they like they're in the, the, the their little like cage, uh, and they're like, oh, we're gonna figure out. A plan. I'll think of something for you. I'll figure out a way to get out of here. That's what like Wacky says, and then the one of the vultures come out and says oh you have to grab the keys off the guard uh, and uh th- they'll open up the door and stuff like that and uh i don't know if you noticed this but the vulture escaped <laughs> like oh, yeah. the vulture is outside of that. the cage <laughs> <laughs> yeah he is outside of their cage somehow he got out and he was talking about how the only way out is with the keys
2: how is did that, he get out is that another joke is that another good joke?
1: I, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think it was a joke. I think keys. it was a continuity error. <laughs> uh,
0: um, a continuity error about a statement being said in the exact moment the continuity error happens.
2: You know what? You know what? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the writers the benefit of the doubt and say that was a joke. I doubt it. I <laughs> I, I, would
3: like, you, I, should, I
0: will give you. There would give have been like a scene
1: to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: could give him more credit than we will. we I will not stop you. Um, but uh ah God. so I don't know like so we go there and then uh, they he <laughs> then wacky like sucks like uses his trunk to suck up the keys. but then he sucks up like a bunch of flowers and a bunch of fences and then he like literally just inhales the guard. <laughs> Just inhales him up his snoot.
1: Um, <laughs> Seems deeply <and> uncomfortable. <laughs> is very uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> and then Packy sneezes, and then the guard puts him in solitary confinement or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. And then they rocket jump out of the fucking place, and they land in an actual
1: prison. The end. I, I'm I done. There's there's, done. Part, there's a part done. while there's a part where when they're in the prison. Where uh, they like, there's a line that I don't even really remember what the line is, but there was a line where both oh, yeah, Packy that's right. and Packy mouthed the lines it as if they're speaking twice. in unison, but only. It happens twice. Yeah. Yeah. Only one of them has like audio, though. <laughs> it's really weird. Exactly. And, I, I don't know. It's it's
0: lazy design. Like it's uh, it's like uh like how in like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the original series, you'll have like weird gaffes where like a turtle will say a line and then immediately say the next line of a different turtle <laughs> like without <laughs> even cutting at all. <laughs> it's it's there there are moments like that in the TV show. Like that's common without 80s things and it's just it it's a rush job. Like they don't know who they're supposed to ADR at the moment, so they just kind of just do what they can at the time until the deadline looms you know
1: so. yeah I mean whatever but like still it was funny <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah wh- the, yeah
1: they, they'll they go to jail
0: they, they go to jail and then they stay there and they die and then that's the end of the
2: series the end Yeah.
1: wacky and pecky are dead <laughs> thank god the um, hit
2: sequel to rosencrantz and gildenstern are dead no no <laughs> No,
1: the postmodern retelling of Wacky and Packy from the perspective of the Vultures.
2: This is a (laughs) fucking dumb joke. Keep going. (laughs) Is there more to the joke? I don't know if there's more to the joke. It's that there isn't. It's just. It's just. It kind of sounds like the. It kind of sounds like the play. The thing that you said. Keep going.
0: Hey, you remember Lion King one and a half? Yeah, that was literally just ro- uh, Rosenclarence and, and Guildenstern are dead, but with uh, fucking Timon and Pumbaa for The Lion King.
1: Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was really obtuse when Timon and Pumbaa flipped a coin for the first 30 minutes. <laughs> oh,
0: God, that would have been a better movie, honestly. Um, anyways. Okay, we're done with Wacky and Packy, so let's go ahead. Let us return to the safety of The List. All right. Drum roll, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are going to watch uh, a screen song. Uh, what? And uh, this, uh, it's, I think we've watched one of them. I think it's like just fucking like mild animation with like a song played with like a bouncing ball to sing along or whatever.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, one of these. And we're going to
0: watch The Funshine State.
3: Huh,
1: okay. The Funshine State, a screen song. Let's <sighs> uh, go. Do I get to make
2: Florida jokes in this? That's day
0: I believe that we just watch the nicest thing that has ever been said about Florida. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, what, what are some things uh, that are nice about Florida? We have oranges. We have uh, fish. We have... Uh, it's free sometimes. The end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, like, it's... <sighs> I mean, it's one of those shorts uh, that, like, the first, like, f- like first two-thirds of the short is, like, just pun after pun after pun after pun. And then, uh, like, and visual gag and all that kind of stuff. And then, like, a sing-along for, like, the last third,
2: basically. Um, and. <laughs> oh, God, I just thought of something really <laughs> fucking morbid. So, uh, right. at, at the beginning of the episode, at the beginning of the cartoon, they talk about how Ponce de Leon, who in real life, huge yeah. f***ing jackass, uh, yes. came to Florida to find the Fountain of Youth, and they have a gag where, uh, a kind of shitty depiction of a Native American at a, uh, stall called, a Fountain of Youth stall, gives him a glass of wire, and he turns into a baby. What's good about Florida? Ponce de Leon died after visiting here.
0: <laughs> uh well don't forget that his parrots uh also took a drop of that uh fountain of youth water and then turned into an egg.
1: Egg. Egg egg egg, egg, egg,
0: egg, 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 egg. continue. Anyways. Uh so uh I mean it's the the whole thing is basically just a goofy tourism kind of thing. Like
1: It's a lot uh, like the Ireland
0: one that we watched that one time. Yeah, but I feel like the the Ireland one was maybe a little more uh I think the Ireland one was a bit more like less like informative <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> Cause it's just that was just like visual gags and jokes. I don't know yeah. anything about about what they talked about uh i know that they, they hit all the points about florida though uh,
2: like uh the gulf stream the Florida uh, keys the oranges that was, that was a yeah, gag there where they're literally keys lazy i know but oh
0: yeah the the florida keys the keys on the instead of actual little hilarious. islands hilarious
1: hilarious i um, love jokes Oh, I love jokes are so funny i didn't laugh <laughs> um it's and, hot. Uh, is melting uh,
2: yeah <laughs> uh, you're likely to die by a hurricane if you visit
0: yeah the, the, it, it ends on the a hurricane ending joke ending
1: which
0: joke. is yeah. yeah which is gr- which is like not cool it's
1: an exactly awesome taste but you know <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah yeah no, no days yes <laughs> Um, there's, uh, jokes about, for some reason, there's jokes about dog tracks <laughs> in this, like, uh, like, where, like, they, uh, have, like, people leaving the tr- stadium with, like, only wearing a barrel and, uh. Because of their gambles. Because of their gambles. And then, like, they have a bunch of greyhound buses chasing a rabbit around the track, which is actually funny. Um. Uh, I don't know. Like it's. Well, there were other things I'm just really spacing right now. Oh, that's right. The the the, the, the two gags that I actually liked, uh, the ones <laughs> where uh. Uh, they talk about like how there's fishing and like how it's like a you know you would fight the ma- mighty sturgeon there, and then like the guy pulls a sturgeon up there and then he starts having a boxing fight with the sturgeon. Uh, which I liked. I thought that was a good gag. Uh,
2: there's also a... Uh, was- there's a guy warsking that turned into a fish, or I think the joke is that... The joke is no, the, no. that he got eaten by one, but I, I want to think he turned into a fish because <laughs> it was a very seamless transition. He, he was
0: he was licking his lips. That was the whole point.
1: And we're forgetting that they also, they also say the line that there's, like, water sports year-round. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... Ch- it's
2: not <laughs> well, I don't know. well, I mean, I mean, That's not sanitary that's, I mean, technically that's true You can probably find someone in the state of Florida year-round That will provide you yeah.
0: <laughs> there's is someone in Florida Who is just constantly
1: pissing And, and his you name, can and his name right underneath Kyle him. And we would appreciate it If he would stop
0: <laughs> Kyle, Florida man, Sunderland
2: yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry, I doxed The uh, 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 Florida man, there. Um, but anyways, it's, uh,
2: it's okay when one is killed, another
0: takes his place.
2: <laughs> oh, you know what they didn't talk about?
0: I, and then I, uh, like, I'm kind of shocked that they didn't. They didn't talk about alligators. That they did. Alligators are kind of a big huh. deal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say Florida is known for that.
0: Very like they talk about plant. <laughs> they show off like plantations and. Sh- and like a, like a guy who clearly owns slaves as the bouncing ball at one point, uh, but like uh,
2: they don't talk about alligators. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they were they were saving the alligators for the Louisiana sing song short.
0: Oh, don't don't forget that like Florida was invented in 1949, which is when this cartoon aired. So uh, really, that probably is why. No, that's not true. <laughs> Do not take that fact from me. Wait. <laughs>
2: okay. Wait, yeah, no, that's come. God, God damn it, HG. God. making me <laughs> dumb. You're making me dumb on air. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alligators didn't migrate to uh, Florida until the 1950s, so there you go. Um, uh, th- th- they were all in New Hampshire for some reason. Um, but, anyways. Uh, 1940. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> You should know better than listen to I, me. Okay, I
2: I really should know better about about the timeline of Flare. Considering I should know better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, then the rest is just like sing along where they talk about sassy Blue Jays, which I'm like, I want to see those sassy Blue Jays. No, none for uh, you.
2: They never show up. I out. just want
0: I, I, I want a sassy Blue Jay sidekick who just like kind of like like whenever I say something dumb says so like a really good one-liner and then like there's a laugh track.
2: I've you want, that. you want Oscar Wilde as a blue Jay? Yes. Yes,
0: absolutely. I want an Oscar Wilde blue Jay in my house <laughs> at all times. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's it. <laughs> it's just, it ends with the hurricane joke and that's the end of the story. I don't even know the name of the song. I can't remember any word except for sassy blue Jays.
1: Tallahassee. <laughs> Tallahassee was was a word it was about Tallahassee oh yes oh
0: right there's the tower that had the horrifying face yep there was a Uh,
1: horrifying face tower that sings they Uh, they, basically
2: they took a picture of a real tower in Florida and they put they rose scoped a (laughs) fucking face over and it was terrible
0: it was bad
2: I did not like it um
0: but yeah okay the cartoon was fine though I mean Relatively inoffensive, considering
1: <laughs> that there was but, there were there were two instances of racial character uh, caricaturization. Yeah, that's not cool. That they was weren't not cool. great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh,
0: remember the Miss Lemon joke, <laughs> where they showed a bunch of pretty women, like with like Miss Orange and Miss Papaya, and then they have a woman who is slightly unattractive, who is Miss Lemon. Get it. Hilarious.
1: I get it. Get it? Oh, time no, I, no. When...
0: I, I don't know. I, hey, shut, shut up! Do you get it?
1: I don't.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Good.
2: Um, I do. I meow. fucking hate it, but I do. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, So. Did anyone else
1: have anything to add?
3: No,
0: I am
1: pretty good. It's just a bad one. I mean, well, <laughs> it wasn't awful, but, like, you know.
0: <laughs> there there were jokes know. that landed there that's more than we could say about well
1: okay that's more than we say about most cartoons we've watched yeah the so we've uh the one of these cartoons that I did like was our funny finny friends which we watched a long time ago that was uh, very good yeah that one was good that, that one, one was, was you know the jokes were better there. that was just was a, a really bunch
0: of harmless puns, puns. that like, was just a harmless
2: visual game yeah So so KC, you're saying that like it's a citrus fruit, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth. Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that. Oh, uh, and oh. I'll be, I'll be, I, and I'll be remiss to uh, to mention uh, Orange Bird. Okay, that's it.
1: Let's watch another cartoon.
0: Yes, let's do that. All right. Let me go ahead. Let me grab that there we love you orange bird come back orange bird we miss you he is back (laughs) he's been back oh yeah that's right (laughs) uh all right drum roll please alex okay we are going to watch a cartoon uh yeah I don't know the who stars in it. It's one of the miscellaneous cartoons, but it's called "The Big Drip."
2: The Big Drip. The Big Drip. The Big Drip. Um, I
0: don't have anything funny to say about that.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to think of anything funny to say about anything this episode. To be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, let's yeah. go.
3: The day song and sing the day Even while you're busy through, just like for never will go wrong.
0: So uh, I was gonna like this cartoon, and then the song happened. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: that song so, was super uh, repetitive, oh my god.
0: That song was long, annoying, and just Oh my god! Uh, so we accidentally watched another screen song again. <laughs> it was just la- labeled as a novel tune, so I don't know. But um, so this one is a version. This one is well. It starts off as a version of Noah's Ark, uh, but w- with just animals. Like no, there are no humans, no Noah, or anything like that. It's just a boat that is made by animals. Um, yeah, cause Noah's whoop. Ark
1: without Noah or the people
0: uh, <laughs> or God. I mean, it's or God for that matter. Yeah. Um, cause there is no God cause they, uh, the animals, uh, found out about it through a pinball machine. Cause, um, it actually starts with a pretty good joke. Uh, the, uh, there's a jungle and there's just animals sort of chilling about and then it pans up to a, uh, tower that says, uh, the miracle, uh, uh it's called like the Miracle Weather Service. And it says underneath that if we can guess the weather, it's a miracle. Um <laughs> yep. and the way the weather is decided is uh, a duck uh that sort of just plays pinball.
1: And then a very cute determines- duck with a very cute hat. You yes, plays pinball. Duck.
2: <laughs> Vague- vaguely Dumbo Storkesque.
1: Yeah, a little. But yeah. Oh. Um
2: yeah, pinball machine says rain for 40 days, and so the animals collectively decide we're going to do the arc. We're this arc time, and a bunch of very, honestly, very funny, like, sight gags and animal gags follow on. We we laughed several times during this.
0: Oh, yeah, no, those are good.
2: I
1: like those yeah. a lot. There was... Yeah, everything, uh, everything leading up to the song was fine. It was all good. I enjoyed it. There's was a cross-eyed hippo that had a hammer,
0: and there was like a bird that was like holding a nail for it, and they missed the nail several times until they hit the bird. Uh, and I, I like that gag. That was a good gag. Uh,
2: they had a uh, uh, giraffe that they used as a crane.
0: Yes, uh, there was a good squirrel involved. Very good that. squirrel. Um, what else? What else? there were several other gags, I just forgot
1: them off the top of my head. Uh, the don't. only other one that's coming to mind for me is the one at the that happens after the song is over. Oh, uh, oh, I have
2: a I have a good one. I have a good one that we forgot. So mm-hmm. right as right after they finish the arc, they move to christen it. They have the uh wine bottle well, the champagne bottle in hand, and they slam it against the front of the arc, and the arc just bursts open so somebody reaches down and then pulls up a zipper on the front of the arc and just closes it up.
0: Yes, that one was, <laughs> that yeah, was very right. good. Uh, We liked that. Uh, there was one after the flood had started uh, where a baby, where uh, a, a, a a mother goose uh like is trying to float into the hole and like is guiding her babies in and then she's like where's my last one and then you then you see just an egg w- yeah an egg with little yeah <laughs> <laughs> what is with the eggs this episode um
2: it's an egg episode uh, it's an egg episode no. close enough close okay. enough to the we almost hit egg liary on this
0: the eggularity um <laughs> but uh uh But yeah, then like after all the really good gags, it just goes to a song that like only tangentially like like the first like two bars of it are like anything relating to the
2: actual like Noah's Ark thing. The uh, the son, the song is like, Hey, the rain's over. Get ready to be trapped in seven verses of the song.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, the song the song is about uh I don't know. Would you say two, three hours?
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a good
0: estimate, honestly. Uh, yeah. You, do you like do you do you do you like the suicide joke that they made?
1: Yeah, very uh, weird suicide joke. Because because
0: uh, see, a man uh, died next to a sewer, so the coroner said it was suicide.
1: Yep. It's not not exactly a song for children.
2: (laughs) Hey, hey, guys, guys, get this. This is this is a really funny thing. So there was this woman sitting on a tree stump and then a bee came up. And so she so she stood up and the bee sat down where she was saying
1: hilarious.
2: There was a joke about that's that's it.
0: There's a joke about a woman dressing in the dark because she doesn't want to see the mountains peak. The mountain's yeah. peak.
3: Her
1: aim is getting better. Very the
0: mountain's nice. peak.
1: I get it, HG. I miss vaudeville.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, these are just vaudeville jokes. That's all this is. They <laughs> really are. Uh, I don't know. And then it ends with uh, the an elephant tr- uh, and a mouse. The mouse being the strong one uh, pulling uh, the drain. Uh, so all the water can go down to the Earth's core, and then yeah, you you know, see like the this. elephant
1: struggling to pull the rope, and then the camera pans back, and you see the mouse pulling the elephant's tail. It's very funny. Yes. It's a very it's, it's a, a very clever, clever gag, actually. I,
2: I thought I, like I thought that. one of the best sight gags was when they pulled back to show the arc on top of the mountain, and then immediately smash cut to the uh, ending <laughs> artwork.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. What whatever we see something like that on this collection. It means one of two things. One, the original ending is just like lost to time, like the uh, or like there is a version out there that does exist that has the ending. And it just like this was like the one that got distributed the most for like the public, like archives and stuff like that. Or there was something intensely racist. And so they had to cut it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's one well, or the I other.
1: It, I watched it on a YouTube link and the YouTube link didn't have anything racist at the end, but it could have come from the same DVD collection. So who knows?
0: Who knows? We'll see. Well, <laughs> I, actually, yeah. I don't want to see. I, if there's something racist at the end of this, I don't want to see it. Please. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yes. Uh, that was uh a good. Well, okay. It was. It was. I liked some of it. I liked some of it.
1: I liked everything I, but the song. I think.
2: Real, real, really. If they if they took a hack job to that song part, the melon, and then just smash cut to the uh. Elephant and the mouse. It would be a very good cartoon.
1: Yeah. So oh, we, right.
2: are, uh, we are out of Cartoon Land now. It's yes. Time, well, yeah. we're
0: still in Cartoon Land. We're just not in the watching of Cartoon Land. We are now at the part of Cartoon Land where the tunes at home tell us about things they uh, like want to see or things that they like or whatever. It's the prompt. It's the prompt. That's what I'm trying to say.
2: We've transitioned um, from Cartoon Land to Balloon Land. Yes,
1: very much so. I'm, I'm uh, confused. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I just want to reference right. <laughs> to Balloon Land. So, what so, was the prompt, uh, HT?
0: Well, actually, before that, I would like to explain some things. Uh, yeah. So our uh, so every episode we have a prompt for you to answer uh, that uh, you can write into us at toontownpublicworks at gmail.com or reply to uh, a post that with that question on our Twitter page at toontown public uh, at toontown public uh, with the hashtag toontown prompt now uh, before we go on to the most recent prompt um, we actually got a an answer uh, from uh, we got a response uh, about a previous prompt uh, in our emails so, because uh, if you if you if you do miss out all the prompts, don't worry, you can always email us at the email address I said earlier, uh, toontownpublicworks at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, then we can read it on the air then. Uh, so we got a response from Stubbadub. Oh, uh, they they, wrote, they emailed us. Uh, we actually got quite a bit of email responses this time, which I'm actually really happy about. Uh, and uh, they said a while back. Oh, this was the answer to uh, the prompt Favorite Disney TV Cartoon. Um, So they said, "Uh, A while back, I accidentally typed Goof Troop twice for the three uh, Disney afternoon shows that I was most familiar with. What I meant to say was that was that Timon and Pumbaa, uh, the Timon and Pumbaa spinoff series. If I recall correctly, HD isn't much of a fan of these characters. I actually, (laughs) wait, did we record me Complaining about Tim- Timon and Pumbaa? Yeah, we did. We definitely did. Just this episode. Oops. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay. Truthfully, I don't hate the characters. I actually don't even dislike them. Uh, I like Timon and I like Pumbaa. But I only like them in the original Lion King. In pretty much every other context, they're okay. Like, they're okay to, like... I. They're just not understanding these characters. Like, like it's... To me... Making a character like Timon and Puma, the main character of something uh, is like if you made a Frozen like television series and it just starred the moose or the fucking uh, not the moose the the caribou or the uh, the trolls or maybe even like the uh, oh, I mean probably more likely the answer would be Olaf but like or <laughs> or how about this they, they they make a Hunchback of Notre Dame series. And it stars the gargoyles. Here's like, the thing.
2: Here's the thing. People like Tomona Puma. Nobody likes the gargoyles.
0: Yes, but the, the concept is the same. They are the joke foil for the actual story. <laughs> you know? Uh, and they only are in the movie halfway through, too. Like, it's... I don't know. I don't I don't dislike the characters. Uh, I remember seeing a couple episodes of Timon and Puma, but it was also on Disney Channel during the time when I didn't have Disney Channel. So... I don't know. I don't know. It seemed okay. It seemed like a weird, wacky kind of cartoon show, which I don't know if that's really what we want from a Lion King spinoff, but sure. Um. Uh. Yeah. So, yes. Thank you, It Up, for correcting yourself there. Uh, <laughs> Much
2: appreciated. Thanks for getting back to us.
0: Yes. Uh. We have a response from uh, Sean the Rabbit. Uh. And uh, they wanted to answer uh, a few back prompts, actually. Um, so uh, they said, uh, and then also the most recent prompt, too, which I will get to once we get to that. Um, so uh, Sean the Rabbit says, Hey, guys, really enjoying the podcast. I wanted to answer a few year older prompts. I have a lot to catch up on before the newest one. Uh, what is your cartoon guilty pleasure? Uh, two Hanna-Barbera shows, Speed Buggy and Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch they weren't very good and i wish they had done more with Wheelie's love interest in the show uh but i was uh into cartoon cars as a kid still am and i took anything i could get okay uh i congrats for being the one speed buggy fan in the world <laughs> i guess <laughs> um, um that's mean i'm sorry it's extremely uh, but,
3: valid. Uh,
0: but yeah it's, it's it's valid i'm not i'm not saying anything bad about speed buggy i just like i Forget speed buggy even exists a lot of the times. Um, I like the episode it, of
1: scooby doo He was in.
0: Yeah, that's the only one I actually really recognize Speed Buggy from too, myself, honestly. I have no idea what this other one is, so I have never Good heard on of
2: Wheelie and the Chopper Gang.
0: Uh anyone wanna like Google it and explain what it is? Okay sizzle, how about you do Let's that?
3: See.
1: Um, Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch was an animated television series that had Frank Welker in it, so that's mm. cool. Okay,
0: That's sounds. Let's see. What were the characters look like?
2: Um, is it the Hanna Barbera
1: like art style? Uh. It's really not like nothing I've seen before here. Let me post an image in. Uh, okay. Let me post an image in the chat because it's, it's very interesting. Okay. Oh
0: my God. What?
1: Yeah. Okay. Like- so These, are
0: just, <laughs> these, yeah, these are just cars. This is cars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it looks better than cars myself. I want to watch I'm really curious what this is like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this looks interesting. It kind of looks like the motorcycles would be like a side character in like the new season of Duck's Tales or something.
2: I have to be honest. These people look like they'd be in Aqua Tanger Force.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be weird if they... I mean, like, I'm sure they probably showed up in the Harvey Birdman at some
2: point. It's like a background gag or something. I don't know. That Volkswagen um, Beetle is cute, though. I do like that Volkswagen Beetle yeah, yeah. So
0: it's these are these are the good art styles. so yeah there
2: you go yes i would agree with that it has character all right so uh
0: we got yes definitely uh, so good we got in the, thank you so uh they also had the answer the prompt what is your favorite cartoon traditionally marketed to girls as a kid sailor moon sailor mercury was my biggest crush in middle school and i enjoyed the baddies so much now yeah. my little pony friendship uh and now my little pony friendship is magic and she-ra uh especially the season two Uh, Though I'm not sure if She-Ra really counts. Um, The the, the thing about uh, how cartoons are nowadays, um, it's hard to strictly gender a lot of them, you know? Like, um, there are definitely ones that definitely seem to be more, like, aimed towards boys and aimed towards girls, but, like, there are shows like Steven Universe, which are clearly made for both people, both men and women, there's the new Shira, ra which I would say also is the same kind of situation, you know? Um, you know, I, I think, I think it's not like when the more modern you get, the harder it is to say, this is a girl's thing or a boy's thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there are definitely exceptions to that rule. I mean, they still make fricking Barbie movies and whatnot. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's a, that's actually really a really totally valid thing. And I would even say with My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, especially towards the later seasons, where they actually made toys technically for boys for My Little Pony, uh, like, you could easily argue that they're for both man, guys and gals and everyone in between, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, I, I think they're worth counting those, though. Like I think, because, like, they, I guess in a traditional sense. Like, that's why I put the word traditionally marketed towards girls in the thing because uh shira probably would be marketed towards girls uh same with uh uh with uh my little pony so okay fair enough uh we also got a response uh from them about if your childhood toy was if your childhood was toy story which would which one of your toys would have been woody uh and they said i was more of a sciencey kid so I didn't have as many toys like that, along with being shamed for wanting plushes. Uh, but the ones that I did have stuck out. Uh, one being a little blue uh, ride, car, uh, uh, a little blue ride-on car uh, that had that I had when I was little, who I named Love Car, and had conversations <laughs> and adventures with. Oh my god! Very oh my nice. god! That rules. That really rules. And now, since I decided to embrace having stuffed animals without shame, a jumbo pink and white plush bunny who I named Ashley very nice but 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 yes like i love that (laughs) i was literally going daw as (laughs) you were talking about the toy car oh my gosh that is so cute oh my god um i love it um okay with all that uh we have answered the previous prompts with uh, everyone uh and sean the bunny uh did actually respond to our newest prompt which was what established work of fiction would you like to see adapted as an animated film? Uh, and uh, they said, uh, I know there have been rumblings uh, about a live action one, but an actual animated static shock movie would make my day. Having oh. a black superhero, a black happy superhero show that uh, was just about them when they hardly ever had any focus was refreshing as a kid. And I did not, and I'm not as worried about it being bad because most of DC's animated stuff has been pretty good. Uh, I think that's a fair
1: assumption. I um, wasn't aware that they were planning a live action version, or that there were rumors of that even.
0: I'm down for it.
1: Hell not yeah, 22. I'm down
0: for it. That sounds great. That's really cool. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's really good. I'm, I'm honestly kind of rusty on Static Shock. Uh, I actually haven't really watched it or not super familiar with it. I know the concept of the character, and I really like it. I just haven't really... Uh, it hasn't been part of my, like, sphere of super. It was like, it, Static Shock came out during a time when I was done with action cartoons for the moment. So I wouldn't have watched it. Um, also, I think it was, like, on, like, WB or something. It was, and I, Yeah uh and i didn't really watch cartoons on wb because they are on way too early for my time zone so
1: yeah and i think Um, me and you both expressed that like action cartoons were kind of just not on our radar yeah exactly yeah Uh,
0: i do know that i do know at some point during injustice 2's uh like development cycle that they were gonna have static shock in it but they stopped like they actually made a model and everything but they just didn't actually implement them i think um Which is a shame, because I think that would have been a good choice
2: for a character in Injustice. Um. Static Shock was awesome because it was essentially Dwayne McDuffie's baby getting a I need to double check and make sure that this was actually a Dwayne McDuffie character. So, Dwayne McDuffie was the guy who was responsible for a lot of the really good DC animated universe type stuff, like the uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited shows.
1: Mm. Okay, okay.
2: And, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, Stack Shock was an adaptation of a Dwayne McDuffie character, potentially, who uh, also got to write the TV show. So you had a black producer making a show about a black superhero back in the, uh, 90s.
0: Well, that's great. <laughs> that's, like, almost unheard of. And it's, kind of, it's honestly kind of unheard of now, too, honestly. Um, uh...
2: Which is a yep. uh, damn shame. But, uh, yeah. Static was in fact created by Dwayne McDuffie along with other people, so yeah.
0: All right, yeah, I, I would definitely not turn down a Static Shock movie. I would actually definitely see that for sure. So yeah. Um. All right, so thank you very much. Uh, that's all the answers. Uh, from uh, Sheen uh, with uh from Sheen the Rabbit. So thank you. Um. Thanks, Sean. We got. We got a respo- response from someone named Chowder, who oh. uh, says, Cirque is a big nerd." Um, he is a friend of mine. <laughs>
1: all right. Is that his answer? Is that his answer to our prompt?
0: Cir- yes, yeah, it's it's Cirk Cir- is
1: a big nerd. The movie. movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! If only they knew. Um, anyways, uh, Chowder said, um, "I think n- I think that." The Nine Goblins, by Ursula Vernon, under her pin name uh, T. Kingfisher, would be an excellent candidate for adapting into an animated movie. It's a short novel about a small platoon of goblins who get lost and end up up bumble-fucking their way into ending ending uh, a war. Uh, I like the term Um, (laughs) bumble-fucking. Me uh, too. uh, The titular goblins are weird little creatures who are barely competent to keep themselves alive, but they keep plugging. Eventually, a teddy bear is the key element in saving the day. Uh, more generally, a lot of her works would be really great if animated. Uh, she's written a lot of short stories that would be great, uh, great, adapted into something between a half hour and an hour. Uh, her children's book series, like The Hamster Princess and Dragon Breath, uh, would be excellent candidates for an animated series. And her Cluck-Tar World duology, again, from under the pen name, uh, pen name, again, under pen name, not for children, uh would be wonderfully haunting in the right hands. I am not familiar with this woman's work, and it sounds like that I should because those sound really great.
1: <laughs> and what was the name?
0: <laughs> uh, Her real name is Ursula Vernon, um, but her pen name is T. Kingfisher.
1: Kingfisher, like the bird. T. Kingfisher. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Um, let's see... Yeah, I'm looking at some of these cover art from these books, and they look like they would translate very well to an animated series. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I,
0: I I don't know if I have much more to say other than that, because I, I, I have no frame of reference for this woman, but yeah, her uh, books <laughs> sound really fascinating, honestly.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I wish I had more to comment. It looks really good, though. Well, th- thank you very much, Chowder, for responding. Thank you, JoJo.
0: Our last email uh, was from, uh, let's just call them uh, Gabe. Uh, uh, they said, "I'd love to see an. Uh, I, I'd like to see adapted a movie around a book called Dungeons and Drag Queens. It's a bizarre story of uh, a drag queen being transported into another world by a giant snake god and her journey." in um, magical land. It gets pretty psychedelic in parts, hilarious in others, and even having some body horror. I'd love to see what the Devil Man uh I would like to see it with a Devil Man crybaby crybaby style. So like a really like over the top anime kind of like art style. I've never heard of this either. Uh but you know what? I support this as a concept, for sure.
1: I've heard of it. I haven't watched it Uh but yeah no i agree
0: yeah that's a that's a good thing uh, unfortunately uh, the, the sad part is that if we've
1: never heard of the thing before we <laughs> can't talk too much about it <laughs> that's yeah. the,
0: that's the sad part
1: but good uh, answer every answer is good
0: yes very good very good thank you very much uh let's see here let me pull up our twitter now and our twitter responses all right uh, so we got some responses uh, on our Twitter using the hashtag ToontownPrompt. prompt. Uh, and then we got some from. Let's see here. Who is our first one? Uh, oh, Dr. B. Once again. So, hi, Dr. B. And they said, I would adore seeing an Aragon movie in 2D animation, uh, maybe Don Bluth esque style of animation um yeah. the live action movie was not superb and I think 2D <laughs> well, animation would give life to a beautiful series plus I want to see Sephira again uh do any of you have any background with Aragon at all I do
2: I um, saw the uh, I saw the live action movie
1: <laughs> Does that count <laughs> I I, for, I repressed need, I the existence so. of the live action movie I forced myself to forget it um,
0: I remember wanting to read it because I liked the idea of the author because like the author was like 16
1: yeah he was he was like really that. young and those those were uh, those were really popular books uh, mm-hmm. when I was in uh, like middle school to high school and I remember Same reading thing. I think half of the first book but truthfully I'm not like I, I've never been a very good reader uh in that, like, I'm not very good at uh, at getting myself to finish books when I start them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I have that same problem, honestly.
1: Yeah. So it, so I unfortunately missed out.
0: And what about you, Cirque? So you
2: saw the movie. Is there anything else? Uh, I read a little bit of the first book as well. Okay. Uh, okay. I could definitely see it looking really good in a Don Blue style. Yeah, I think for you sure. would nail that. Like the sort of connectness that he has, I can I can envision stuff from the uh movie and book in that
0: mm-hmm. style, for sure. All right, so thank you very much, Doctor Torby. Thank um, you, B. We got a, res- we got a response from uh, Matt Stape. Stob- Stape. So, uh, no, I definitely pronounced it wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Matt Stape.
0: Matt Stape. Uh, and they said, uh. Give me an animated adventure zone with the McElroy's reprising the roles. But don't get Griffin to do all the MP vo- NPC voices. We can get pros for that. Um, that's a nice burn on the McElroy's right there. Uh, or at least Griffin.
2: Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> um, don't do fucking burn Griffin McElroy. He gave us that slot. He gave that uh, at, at slot. He's, he's
1: the reason we have, like, more than, I don't know... 15 10 listeners. <laughs> listeners so <laughs> so uh, uh yeah
0: but but yeah uh no uh that i would love to see an adventure zone uh adam animated adaptation honestly like for sure uh if they use uh some of the character cho- choices too uh that they did for the graphic novel i love it um uh the uh actually uh in the uh uh, Murder at the Rockport Limited, which is like uh, the one that came out uh, just a little bit ago. Um, that's the first one with Angus McDonald, And I am happy to say that they made the correct decision in making Angus McDonald a black kid. Because, yes, that's that's that is the, the version of Angus McDonald I most like how I vision him in my head and they did that, and I'm so happy about that. They do. They um,
2: do seem to be going a lot with a, a lot of the uh, fan character like uh, design choices that seem to have popped up like on sites and stuff. It's neat.
0: Yeah, it's great. I I really like I really like this their decision there. So, um, uh,
2: let's. See. I would agree with that. Like, like right now, personally myself, I am super hyped for what they're doing in critical role in the uh, animated series that they're going to be doing. Oh, they're doing an animated series for Critical Oh, dude. dude. Dude, 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 It, like, it was, like, one of their top all-time uh, Kickstarter things, like, very recently. Like, let me see how much they made. Sorry about Dead Space. Uh, $11 million to uh, make it happen, so. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. It is looking That's- like it's gonna be very good, especially considering the casts are all professional voice actors.
0: Well yeah, that that was one thing about the that they had. Uh Yep. Um but yes, thank you very much, Matt. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank really you. liked your answer. Uh we got a response from the Wonder Gomer. Oh. Uh, excellent. Uh and they said, uh honestly. The Dune saga, all of it, between the classics and the continuations after Frank Herbert's death, there are about nineteen or twenty bucks or so to work with.
1: I. That would have that would have to I be have, a series, for sure.
0: It would have to be a uh, It'd be a series, like a like a like a Netflix prestige twelve episode, like hour long per episode series. You know. Um, mm. I. I have never I, I know the concept of Dune. I know the concept of Doom. I know a lot of the memes around Dune. I have no real reference point for Dune as a actual, like what
1: it's about. Again, it's With another honesty. it's another book that I read the very beginning of. <laughs> uh, so.
2: Alright, so I am sort of paraphrasing here from Sort of like seeing around the edges and getting sort of a vague like mental outline of what it was. So I'm probably really far off. I'm pretty sure Dune is one of those sci-fi fantasy stories about a person of like royal blood. Like a young main character. Like if you've seen the movie, I think he's played by the Twin Peaks guy. Sort of retaking throne. And yes, Kyle McLaughlin. Sort of retaking the throne and, like, uh, restoring divine rule to a desert kingdom.
1: I thought it was about oh, Big okay. Worm. Well,
2: Big Worm is a part of it. Big Worm is a very central part of it, but... That's,
0: I thought that's, it was about spice.
2: It is also about spice. You, you take it and you you, you see shit <laughs> and you get the glowy eyes.
0: Ah, oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha
2: uh it's about worms and drugs got it
0: um yes. so uh yeah I, no I, I mean super reductive and i'm apologize uh i would i would totally watch uh a easily digestible version of dune <laughs> i will say that um
2: i would so. i would i would watch that on the grounds that i don't think like they've ever done a critically acclaimed uh adaptation of it i'd like to see them give it a crack
0: I know about the David Lynch attempt that kind of fell apart. <laughs> um, but yes.
1: Yeah, uh, even even keep- that has a cult audience, I think. But David Lynch, uh, I think, considered the Dune movie to be his biggest mistake. Mm.
0: Oh, oh, that's a shame. A well, shame. sorry I to end it on a low note there, Wondergomer. Wonder <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good answer. Still.
2: Hey, the time is now for one of these things. We are living in an age where these things could be could happen. They are possible.
0: OK, uh, our last uh, response was from Dan the Geek. Uh, and they said this. Uh, they said, uh, I have a bit of a list. Sorry, don't be sorry. You're OK. Uh, I like to see a Disney animated uh, Indiana Jones film.
2: Okay. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, that please.
0: That pretty neat. That'd be pretty neat. Uh, a Sony, uh, a Sony animated Ghostbusters film. Again, that'd be pretty damn neat for sure. I uh, think they
2: were trying to do that with, with when uh, the whole 2016 thing kind of fell apart.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have no idea, honestly, but I, I would love to see that for sure. Um, a, a Brad Bird directed animated Superman film. That actually, that's something. That's a that's a sentence. That I never thought about before, but now that I said it out loud, I don't want anything. I, I, there's nothing more I want out of Superman now. I want a Brad Bird Superman movie. That's that's what I want. Even if it's not animated, I want to see a Brad Bird Superman movie. I want to see a Brad Bird Superman movie. I want to see. Holy,
2: that. holy crap! Dan the Geek here with these awesome ideas.
0: Wow, dude. Uh. Uh, But most of all, I want a Sony animated Spider-Man Blue adaptation. Uh, It'd be so beautiful. And they've recruited some uh, stills from uh, Spider-Man Blue. Uh, I am not familiar with Blue. Are you familiar
2: with Blue? Okay. Yes, I am. I am familiar with Blue. Blue... Spider-Man Blue is part of a... It's sort of a concept series that has a bunch of sister, like a... Like a series. Like, I believe they have... What is it? Daredevil Yellow and uh Cats of America White. Mm. As sort of like they're they're sort of very like uh standalone sort of retellings around like certain parts of these characters, like uh like very definitive moments in their like lives and stuff. Like I think Captain America White was all about the period right where like uh He got unfrozen, and he's thinking back on his time in the army, from what I remember. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Yes. Yeah, there are a lot Uh, of... I feel like there are a lot of Marvel comic arcs that would lend themselves more appropriately to uh, animated features than live-action ones.
2: Oh, definitely. I agree with that. So... Uh, But
0: yes, so thank you very much Dan the Geek. Uh, Yeah, thank you so much. uh, That is all the responses we've got, so now we have to answer our own damn question. Uh, uh, Let's try to keep it a little short, because we are kind of like running on really long this episode, due to a lot of things at once here, so uh, who wants to go first?
1: Uh, I guess I could Okay, um, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, my original answer was, like, Junji Ito's comics, and then I Googled it, and it turns out it was done, like, last year. <laughs> so, yeah, not was. that. Uh, and we probably talked about it, and I just missed it entirely. But whatever. Um, I think that my answer... So, uh, I uh, mine is also a comic. I want. Uh, I want there to be an animated adaptation like preferably in the style of a miniseries based on uh based on the life and times of scrooge mcduck the uh the uh the the
0: original ones
1: yeah so after so after carl barks died um the there was a there was like a i want to say like a 12-ish part or a 14-ish part uh comic series by don rosa That was kind of just like a chronicle of Scrooge McDuck's life from the, you know, from, from, uh, beginning to what was interpreted to be the present. Uh, and I think it's regarded by a lot of people who have read those comics as being kind of, uh, uh, as being kind of the best place to start. And, uh, it's, uh, like, and I was, I was, at first when they announced they were doing DuckTales 2017 my hope was that they would be touching on the plot points of The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck and they've uh, and they've had you know like they've they've had elements of it like Goldio Guild is is in the show but uh but uh vastly different I you mean, know like it, so it would it would yeah. clash it would clash completely with the Ducktales 2017 storyline, so it would uh, it would have to be like something that was completely separate. Uh, you basically,
2: you want a uh, you want a standalone movie.
1: Yeah, well, I, I w- it would have to be a series. I think it it oh, uh, okay. it wouldn't work as a movie because you know that it would be a movie that takes place in 14 different uh, different time periods. And I already saw Cloud Atlas, and it kind of sucked. Uh, (laughs) can can we we talk about how
0: can we talk about how like they managed to keep the gold rush aspect of scrooge mcduck in the ducktales canon because he like met like struck a deal with like a time demon or something like
2: that
1: yeah like they (laughs) they managed to keep like a lot of the classic imagery from scrooge mcduck's life like you know he was involved in the gold rush and he met goldio guild during his gold rush period and like all of that stuff but the story is 100 percent different which is fine i'm not i am not about to especially considering uh some of the uh old scrooge mcduck stories were pretty racist uh by which i mean extremely right uh (laughs) you know uh so I don't know though. Like I, I think that, I think that as like a, as like a 10 part, like animated mini series, you know, I think the life and times of Scrooge McDuck would be really fun. And that's my answer.
2: Okay. HG, do you, uh, would you like to give yours?
0: I guess I've never gone
2: second before. I'll do that.
0: Um, so mine's a pretty simple one. It's actually one I've had in my head for a long time. Uh, since about the 2000s, uh, I want a stop motion animated movie series, uh, based around the series of fortune events. Um, because I remember seeing the first movie when it came out, uh, or rather the only movie, but the movie that came out in the 2000s, and I was like, uh, I was like, okay, this is okay. I mean, at the time I thought it was okay. Um, and, uh, I was like, oh, well, all right, fine. Um, But then I had like this thought in my head because there's like an animated uh, credit sequence where they have like kind of like stylized versions of the characters. And I really looked at like the way that the characters are designed on like the cover art and all the other stuff. Um, And for me, I feel like that they would be a perfect candidate for like a Laika type of film, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: I could see that. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, I, I would love to see a, the, the ridiculous and morbid world of, uh, series of fortune events, uh, reflected in a abstract kind of style, uh, that is just in that, that kind of way. That's, that's, that's basically where I'm at with that. So, yeah, that's my answer. It's pretty short and sweet, but that's, that's what I would like to see.
1: Very good. That,
0: and maybe, a uh, like maybe a stop motion harry potter but i don't think that's i don't i'm not i'm not as crazy about that idea as i am about the series
1: portion. Yeah, events. i think i think they've already done that one to death. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd, it's like back, it. back in the, back in the 2000s a an animated harry potter movie would have been like my jam, but yeah. now i'm just I like, mean okay,
2: i mean whatever. i own i mean i own the rights to harry potter now. J.K. Rowling Gifted me them herself, and after saying that she she was done with the world after posting really really bad takes on Twitter. <laughs> Thank God. I own them now. They're mine. <laughs> they came. from uh, space. All right.
0: So- okay. so magic came from space. That's that's the true Origins of the Harry Potter universe.
2: Um, that that was in Curse Child. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. okay go ahead. so uh I have several answers uh so first off it's it's very it's very funny and very timely uh, so did you know that Spielberg was putting together an anime version of cats
0: yeah I know about that
1: one
2: yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That the concept looks good. art yeah the concept art actually looks good because they. They make them actual cats, therefore using the medium in a way that differentiates it from the musical really, really well. It's, it's like if they
0: did the musical version, like, when they're in, like, the Sweeney Todd, like, thing, instead of, like, uh, like, they, they, they just, like, keep everything on a stage, or, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a better one, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example but yeah it's it's ridiculous because you're just
2: you're you're not using your medium right you're not you're just not they took the wrong lessons from avatar bringing it back Ugh. but in a more non-jokey answer because that's not really my answer uh there was an animatic i think i talked about this in past episodes like a couple years ago that got posted online of uh, the fine gravity scene from wicked that was like a Done by a Disney animator that looked fantastic and legitimately makes me want to see a full animated movie
1: based on that musical. Have you seen the musical? Okay.
2: Yes, I have. I liked
1: it. I saw it in London. Like. Really? I want to say a decade ago, and I thought it was a, a very entertaining musical. I would like, I think that an animated, like, I think they're doing that one live action now, but I would prefer an animated one, probably. (laughs) Same, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm so done with, like, live action Wizard of Oz anything. (laughs) Oh, God, yes. So, (laughs) yeah.
2: I wonder. uh, It's weird that they don't tap that as much, except for, like, the really, like, direct video type stuff.
0: They tried. There was. Oh, yeah, uh, that.
2: Yeah, that was
0: Great and Powerful. Yeah. The 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 film that Disney did because they wanted to try to make it so Disney would be associated with Wizard of Oz and not uh the actual people who own Wizard of Oz.
2: I
3: actually
0: <laughs> like that movie. Awesome. Uh I I have not seen it. I can't say one way or another for sure. It was, it
2: was very, very Sam Raimi. It was, it was I did it. It was like very, it. very Sam Raimi. Was it literally That's Sam fair. Raimi? Yes, it was. Sam Raimi did direct that. Oh. That's, that's why, that's why the Wicked West Witch of the East looks like a Sam Raimi, uh, witch.
1: Well, there you go. I guess. Anyways. I, when I see his films, I just need to think, I, I think from now on, when I see a Sam Raimi film, I just need to think, like, remember, th- think of it like the, the Evil Dead 2. And then yes. maybe I'll enjoy them more. <laughs> <laughs> because... Like maybe maybe I should rewatch Spider Man three with that perspective.
2: Don't don't rewatch Spider Man three. Spider Man three. Sam Raimi being. Sam Raimi was really disgruntled with Spider Man three. That was not a good experience for him. Rewatch Spider Man two and one.
0: There's a reason why in Spider Verse, like the introduction of the Peter Parker, uh, Peter B. Parker scenes, or actually I think it was the regular Spider Man, like the 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 scenes where, like, they recreated scenes from the frickin' movie, the the Sam Raimi Spider movies, and, like, during the part where he was just dancing in the street, people are just, like, going, what the f*** is he doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Basically. Um, but, yeah, honestly, really, like, I think all my choices for this are just musicals, like, when, uh, what's his name? The... the guy from Hamilton, like, Apparently he was Mar- doing Miranda. a... Se- yeah, him. He uh, got picked for, like, uh, a Terry Pye and Moana, and I think they also said that he was doing some sort of secret project with that. Like, I would have liked if that turned out to be an anime version of Hamilton. Uh, there's uh, a bunch of well, other musicals
0: that... It's it's him working with Byron Howard, the guy who did, like, Zootopia and Tangled and stuff uh, for, like, a Disney movie. So I don't yeah. know what that's gonna going to be.
2: Yeah, I would like if that was Hamilton, or something else. Honestly, how about, honestly that's a...
0: How about a Gizmo Duck movie?
2: <laughs> sure. Sure, I well, know I'd, that. I get this reference. I'd watch it. Like I mean, Rocky would Horror too, Picture cause,
0: Show. Because Fenton, I would,
2: Fenton, Fenton uh, is re- really good. <laughs> yes. Very nice character. Yes. But like, anime version of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, please. Uh... Bunch of other stuff that I'm not going to name here because we're running out of time. Anyways, that's my answer. Let's keep going.
0: Okay, so that's the end. Thank you for the answer for those prompts. What is our next prompt? Who, who has a prompt? Uh, who has a prompt?
2: Uh. 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 Uh.
0: have we done foreign animated film before
2: foreign animated film
0: foreign like from another country what is your favorite animated work that is not from the u.s or japan uh yeah so basically you know i'm also going to include canada in that as well because canada is kind of just you know America, but yeah. less well, scary. We, we're
1: talking. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I, think the idea with this prompt is to talk about the cartoons from the countries that we don't touch on as often in this show. Right. Because exactly. we we talk we talk a lot about uh, we obviously talk a lot about American cartoons and uh, and anime and uh, so on and so forth. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. For sure. So yeah, we just want to highlight oh. some of the lesser talked about features.
2: Learn. Learn our an, uh, Learn an educated asses a thing.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly okay. like that.
0: Uh, so yes, if you want to respond to the prompt, uh, you can reply. Uh, send us an email at Toontown Public at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reply to the tweet. that will be posted right after this episode goes up. Uh, with the hashtag Toontown Prompt. Uh, Our Twitter is ToontownPublic.
2: As always, we would like to thank Alex for Alex and Aki for Aki for editing these podcast episodes. Because, as we've said before, we could not do this podcast without them. They are very integral to uh, the maintenance and the uh, putting together of all our refining things. And to stuff that actually sounds good. Which we very much appreciate.
1: Uh, uh, you can visit our website at ToontownPublicWorks.com if you want to read our show notes and watch the cartoons that we talked about today. Uh, Is there anything else? I think that's it. Uh, uh Well, there is also the fact that
2: everyone can leave review for, reviews for us on iTunes or wherever they get this podcast because it sort of helps us like put out the, the fact that this podcast is a thing more. It it generally, KC knows more about this than me. It it re-shifts the uh, algorithms around so that the podcast looks better, more good. Yeah,
1: basically, I, iTunes recommends podcasts to people that get good reviews. Uh, you put
2: stars in the computer hole and it makes us look good. Thank you.
1: And we do have good reviews, but what we don't have is many reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, let's, let's
0: turn that, uh, TV Tropes link from a red link to a blue link, folks. Let's do that. Uh, so, with that, I am H.T. the Raccoon. I'm Casey the
1: dog. I'm Sir Cat. We also have a Patreon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, bye! also have a Patreon though.
1: Bye! <laughs> These
0: cartoons have been archived, bye!
2: Very, very, very good. It's very good!